Welcome to today's special episode of Harmony Beats Balance. And if you're listening via podcast with my dear, dear friend and Akumu, you'll learn what that means in a minute, and someone who's going to explain what it means to talk story, and someone who is a Kanaka minister, a protector of the land of the Hawaiian Islands, and so many other things, including an artist and a musician, and really an entertainer who's pretty damn entertaining. Welcome, <laughs> Kawilani Kahalakai. Aloha. Aloha, how are you doing? Good. So glad Good. you're here and so honored. I am too. I'm glad I'm here. So here's the thing. I'm learning over a 20-year period, we were talking in the pre-show, that talk story is from the heart, from the soul, and from the ancestry. Mm -hmm. It's not about, hey, Kawilani, how's the weather? Right, right. It's a more, it's a more in-depth or, you know... Uh, I say talk story would be, we would call it vala'au. Vala'au, and it could be surface vala'au, which is, is your normal, how's the weather, and so on. But talk story is uh, something that you share that is kind of like your personal journey or your personal self. And it could be like of your family. It could be of your visit to the dentist. It could be your your flat tire you got on your car. I mean, but it's something a little more, I would say a little more dramatic in your life that, that helps, you know, everyone get to know you just a little bit better, you know? They might know you because you're right down the street or, you know, that they see you every day and yet um, you're the Pilates teacher, but they didn't know that you do sound healing, you know? Right. So it's like, it's like that. It's like they find out, well, you do a lot of other things, so to get more deep into your personal space, and and it's a it's an allowed thing, you know. It's an allowed thing, and you said earlier it's divulging. Yes, it's divulging, you know, and um, you can learn quite a bit of things just from talking star, just for a little while. And I think a lot of people who do come to Hawaii. Um, they do like to have that because then they have this personal attachment to Hawaii that they can share with everybody else. And, you know, um, the people in Hawaii, they have tons of stories, whether it be the big fish <laughs> or it be like beautiful girl that they met and in the, in in the bar the other night. <laughs> it might be a big fish. It might be Depending a big on fish, who you yeah. are telling correct, that story. Correct, correct. You know, so all depends on what what the story is and what it entails. Basically, though, it is something that um, is part of your life or part of what you have learned in your life. And so it becomes a little more personal. And if people have an opportunity when they're visiting as a visitor to talk story with someone indigenous like yourself, what you need to know is someone like Kawilani, who goes by Kawi. She's a keeper of some of the stories, some of the secrets, some of the truth. She's a keeper of it. And that has a lot to do with depth, not so much the surface. How are you doing? How's the weather? What's your elevator pitch? What do you stand for? We were talking about that in the pre-show. It's yes. really a lot deeper than that. Yes. And it, you know, I'm not, I probably won't share a lot of secrets and that's, probably why you know talk story became so important is because we are losing a lot of the old old secrets yeah. and it hasn't been shared and it had died a couple of things have already 
died, so we're not um, able to kind of resurrect that, you know, and or confirm that that's exactly what was going on. But we do have other people who will give us a little bit of more understanding of maybe of what we thought was going on, you know. And but all of those people who did that talk story are like leaving us, checking out. They're checking out. Checking off out. the big ride that we call life. Correct, correct, correct. And at this time, this is going to air, whether you're hearing it or seeing parts of it, mostly hearing it, it's going to air at a time where we're still in a world of, I'm calling it pandemia. Yep, yep. I don't know what yep. else to call it. Mm -hmm. And it, even in the culture itself, due to this pandemia, or, you know, I mean, because we're not close to each other right now, uh, the distance from each other, you know, we find it a lot more important that we cling on to that talk story or cling on to that story yeah. or want to hear more of it, you know, and or need to hear more of it so that the culture itself will continuously grow and grow. As our younger ones are coming up and um, they learn the talk story or they learn um, the different cultural types of activities like right at this time is makahiki time so they all learn about makahiki which means this is a, a period to to celebrate the harvest so say so it's about lono lono is one of our agricultural gods and you know um, they do a lot of games during this time to to show that um, abundance of what the land has give, given them and so on. And they do these games with each other, but these games have been passed down for years and years of how to, and this is the way you do it. And so they're learning now all these new games, I mean, all these games that we've done for years and years. Now you get kind of older, call it makule, and which is older. <laughs> and you cannot move around as well as they do now. But these games are mythical games that w was recreated to become real games. And um, these are like sledding games, they have roller games, they have so much more that they're gonna add on to the culture itself besides your canoeing, your surfing, you know. And these are stuff that we do right now in Makahiki time and celebrate the harvest or celebrate Lono and celebrate that um, we are abundant in the land itself and what the land has given us, we're being grateful. And um, until the next, uh, when Makahiki season stops, then we go into replanting and re regrowing, sowing again. Such a life metaphor, the Hawaiian culture and the practices that we need to keep alive and well and teach that when your visitors come, mm -hmm. whether they stay forever, like Dana Mahina and her family, yes. crazy people, or <laughs> the visitors that come and go, maybe over 20, 30 years, yes, and yes. have seen so much, they're also adding to the talk story because yes. now they have stories to share, right? Yes, and and um, throughout my time as an entertainer and being, um, you know, playing music at all these different areas, getting to know a lot of these people, they come back year, and year again to see you at this place because they had such a great time. And then you develop this this family or hanai, what we call hanai, 
and you hanai this, these people into your lives and they become just like family to you. And as your family, they come to your baby's luau. They come to do, you know, get their babies blessed with you. And, and you share that whole thing with your family, your real family and their family. And you become ohana because now they're hanaied into the family. And that makes more of a talk story because then they share stuff, you know, from where they live and where we are and what they're, you know, how they're transpiring it to come back here, to always come back and be part of the culture again. Or we go there and be part of their culture. I, I think that is the most important part of it. And they, you know, they don't want to change us. They, they want to live with us. <laughs> and that, that's yes. dangerous. <laughs> you know, that's dangerous when they want to live with us. <laughs> we don't have housing. <laughs> Literally. 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 So funny you were bringing up Hanai. I was going to Hanai you as a sister today and have a contract for you to sign for oh. me to adopt you. <laughs> and then it would be on record. It's a little much. I don't want to live with you, but I want to live close to you. Hanai, yeah, and Hanai is a very old, now let's talk about that, because Hanai is a very old practice of, a cultural practice, because of um, our people marriage, marrying with each other, yeah, and um, some women couldn't have um, children, mm -hmm. and many, some women had plenty of children, you know, my grandma, like, she had 16. Would she give any of them away? I don't think so. <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, if we were to go into the family thing, like my my grandfather, actually, he was hanaid from his regular family to his um, his sister, his mother's sister, who was married to Holy. And, you know, I mean, so they, you take their, their regular name, which is Mahilona, and then they're Hanaid into the Holy family. He's brought up in the Holy family, not knowing yet, I mean, that he is Mahilona, because they take him as a baby. And, and then, you know, then as he grows up, he goes, oh, yes, this is your sister. This is your brother. This is, you know, but his family that he's with, his Hanai family, they, uh, they treat him just like he's the, the, the grandmaster of that family itself you know and so then he marries and then you have another big I mean he made a whole clan of holies you know so I mean then you know then they married and they made big clans you know so yeah the clan got big and um you know um but Hanai is just to take in like an adoption you know you it's like an adoption but you 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 get them from baby time or sometimes you get them when they're in their teens, sometimes they're adults and you hanai. It all depends. It all depends on the situation itself, but it's a natural thing for Hawaii to do that. Um, and we will hanai, you know, we will hanai like communities like in Japan. We have hanai sisters over there in Japan, sister cities that we, we do exchange with. We hanai quite a bit of stuff in New Zealand as well as all our other Polynesian areas itself. Uh, so Hanai is a big, big word. It's a big word, and you already know, I've Hanai'd my mom here, who's yes. not my biological mom and didn't come into my life until yeah. I was pregnant with my second daughter at 34, 
35, I've lost a year. Once they're 18, you need to lose a bunch of years. And so <laughs> I've hanaid her and we live together Ohana style. My husband, currently my youngest daughter, soon to go off into the world at 18, and my hanai mom, Susie. So we really have adopted the hanai belief system yes, in totally. being localized and learning about culture and you've been a bit of a cultural ambassador for me and for my family so we are so grateful for that and now for our listeners and followers and people that may be fortunate enough to see you today what's the thing about talk story that is different on this island i guess or any hawaiian island versus on the mainland when people make small talk have you experienced a difference um well i think i think like i said you know like when you get really close to like a, a person or you know you get to be friends with them and your talk story now becomes your life like what what you have done or what you have experienced through it take for instance um i have a family over in canada and um they used to come here like every every year for the last 30 years until the pandemic kind of set in and then they stopped coming. And of course, Papa is getting old and older, not as old as my mom, but older. And so coming on the plane is hard. Mama cannot come on the plane either. And all my brothers there, they're like working because now they have families. They used to come here and, you know, not have families yet. And when they started getting families, it's kind of a little difficult, you know, everything gets difficult, but things we shared with each other, like, uh, we, you know, I would take them to um, places up in the mountains, we go swimming, and 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 um, we would always talk story about about their experiences being here. And now that's, that's what, you know, he tells his daughter, you know, this is auntie who did this with us, and we did this with us, and and she she gave you your name and da 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 you know it just goes on and so that talk story line becomes like more personal you know talk personal to you and um, but there are others that you know that you would teach or you would kind of I have um, um, classes that come here from Japan and you know they sit down and we we're gonna teach a chant or we're gonna learn a chant and with their knowledge of what they come here with and what we share, you know, they also become Hanai'd into the culture. We start talking story about, is this the word that you use? What word do you use in your culture to, to say this? And, and just the exchange itself of talking story and knowing that, that when they come here, this is how they're going to do this. And when I go there, this is how I'm going to do that. But we create that chant together, and it's like creating, you know, your own chant together. Uh, and in Hawaiian uh, or in uh, Kanakapaina, we would say the kumulipo. Kumulipo is like the beginning of a root sprouting or the beginning of a creation coming out, and you are in full bloom, not full bloom, but you're just a flower yet, and you're going to pollinate itself. and. That's what happens when you start talking stories, you start pollinating, and everybody becomes one one big ohana. And cross-pollinating. And cross-pollinating. So it's expansive. Yes, yes. Mm. I mean, we almost got, you know, we almost got like, you know, and, and there are, 
times where like uh, my my brothers who are in Canada that you know they wanted to intermarry here you know and and I said yeah you can do that as long as it's you know you guys both got it right together you know <laughs> you can't do it if you can't force it <laughs> it happens so. that's true as well you can't force it so for people that are making small talk on the mainland the difference in talk story is this cultural awareness that Cowie is explaining to us that there is depth, there is history, it's personal, and it's to be shared if the person offering the story wants to share it. Now, there's another Hawaiian word I want you to share with everyone when it's not somebody's place to be part of that talk story. Oh, yes. It's called ni ele. Ni ele. Okay, so ni ele is, means none of your business. <laughs> not do not get involved. Don't, uh, we would say, hey, don't need Ellie over there, which means don't get involved or don't go busybody over there, you know? And um, sometimes, like, you know, some people would want to know more about um, why this is this way. I mean, there's always time and place for a talk story, too, you know? And uh, um, I find that we're not as aggressive to have that open up all the time. So I find like a lot of people that come from the mainland ha have this aggressive, I need to know, I need to know that. Well, ah, you know, if it, I, I'm going to share it when it's time. But that's when we call it Ni Ele. <laughs> Ni Ele. Ni Ele. Listen up. Ni yeah. Ele. I might Ni have Ele. a friend that came here and did that. She will go nameless. Love you. <laughs> you know who you are. So... On that note, I want to pivot a little bit to your story that you're open enough to share about sort of where you've been, where you are, and where you're going, because this is 2022. So despite when you're listening to this or watching this or both, this is 2022. I know. What's up with that? Really? Not sure. I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. I know it started off with a very big, hey, let's get going. <laughs> get going. And I, I believe a lot of it has to do with this year about taking care of self, you know, being able to nurture self and um, allowing your yourself to know that this is the direction you want to do. Um, I think we get so caught up in feeling like we're obligated or we're pressured into going into stuff that maybe, you know, maybe it's not good for us, but people pressure, you know, like your family will pressure you, your peers will pressure you. Yeah. And, and, you know, now that we have, we are going through pandemic or we have, we're going through this because we're so isolated, it's important that we understand like who we are, what what we're doing, and and that we love what we're doing, and this is what we want to do. We want to continue doing what we're doing because we love it, and that makes us happy, makes the self happy, makes you know that you're grounded, makes you know that you know you have a purpose. You know whether it is that you want to be the rubbish man today and forever, and this is your passion. Do it. Do it and do it with conviction, but do it to take care of self. You know, I mean, if you want to go and be an airline student and you know all the stuff that you got to do now to be that, 
before it was, yeah, let's go be an airline student. I can travel around the world. But now it's like, uh, yeah. You're a safety captain. Right. You know, you know. In a hazmat suit. Yeah. And you need to sit yourself down and buckle yourself up and put that mask on because I'm not going to fly. <laughs> and you dummies, cover your nose and mouth, not just your mouth. Okay, really help these people help you, but nose and mouth. But these, yeah, these guys too. I mean, if you if you really talk story with these guys that are in these jobs, and that you know, do they really like? Of course, most of them like love their jobs, because they started off like that. But now it's like it, it adds a little bit more tension to it, and you got a little bit more responsibilities, and for yourself too. Is that safety for yourself? You know, you you're looking at all of these things. So, you know, I mean, I think this year has a lot to do with making really good choices on what you're doing, but it's for choices that for you, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I hope everybody makes good choices, you know? Uh, I just can pray for that. Um, you know, my choice this year is to finally probably, you know, I, I, I want to take it easy kind of, you know? rest take it easy but yes. um you know just finally maybe go make that cd that i was supposed to make a couple of years ago or um create that again and or and still do healing work i think healing work will always be with me and um and teach people about culture you know um taking care of the land definitely is on on my list this year although i got to take care of a lot of other things <laughs> That take care of me before I go to the land. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kind of that oxygen mask story. Yes. Of you give yourself oxygen so that you can breathe and so that you can live and so you can be well. And then you're able, if you choose, to Kelly's yeah. point, to help others. You have to help yourself. We talk about me before we on my shows. Yes. And for women in particular, sorry guys. It's it's harder for us. We're the nurturers, we're the gatherers, we're the caretakers, and the burden that comes with that sometimes yes. isn't even our burden. Right. And then we just sign up, like, pick me, I'll just take care of you and you and you, and before you know you're depleted. So if you're giving up, like from before, some of your obligation, and this year, 2022, you're going to come into self-care, some rest, maybe working on your CD, we can't wait, and your healing practices and being a caretaker of the land, what do you see as next, maybe down the road for yourself, whatever year? Um, I would say more so, I think traveling, you know, I'd like to go back to traveling, of course. I mean, that's my total love to travel away and learn a lot of other things outside the culture, our culture itself to help here. I know, here already has the answers so I mean I can't wait to go and travel again and get to see other places that's that's I, I would say that's where my future I would love my future to go you know although if I know Keakua he's going to just keep me busy here doing a lot of stuff you didn't see the birds that just flew overhead <laughs> the second you said travel they started flying New Zealand perhaps New Zealand for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, New Zealand for sure, and um, New Zealand is uh, my my home home base with my um, great great grandparents. So um, I think I'd love to 
you go back to New Zealand and the Cook Islands and uh, go visit my um, family there, kind of just reiterate their the culture there to what we're doing here. You know, I, I think that would be awesome. You know, I can't wait. They can't, can't wait. wait. <laughs> they can't wait. I know they're waiting. You have Hanai <laughs> yeah, yeah. on so many different locations on the planet. You're Hanai'd in a lot of places that yeah. you've just learned a little bit more about Cowie's story via talking story. And it was not, not our business or you wouldn't have shared it. So that, <laughs> that turned out all right. So in closing, I want to thank you as always for being our cultural ambassador on these shows to ensure that we're keeping sacred what needs to be. Yeah, and you know, sacred is, um, you know, sacred is as much as, it's, it, it's more so about respecting, respect and trust that you give that sacredness. Sacredness is something that everybody, I think they, we fell short of because we feel as soon as we find out about it, that this is what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to do this. And and then, you know, it not necessarily becomes sacred anymore. So, and it gets more populated or, you know, uh, everyone go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's the sacred thing you need to do. Um, there are a lot of things here on the island that I would suggest that you not do, you know, like... Uh, not everybody is open up to talk stories. So, you know, as you're talking with them, allow them to make that opening for you. Uh, and, you know, as you're, you know, we have a lot of aloha itself, but don't expect that. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not a full-on expectation that everybody's going to have that special aloha for you. It all depends on what happens during the day, you know, and... Uh, but most of the time, it is open, and so, like I said, uh, sacred. You know, when you it comes to sacred, um, you need to make sure that you are your your respect for what sacredness is is there, and that you keep it as sacred as you feel it is going to be. Okay. Maybe only take a picture in your mind. You don't yeah. always have to photograph Correct. everything, people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Don't got to explain it. And you got don't got to tell them where you went to because that is a sacred place. OK, so, you know, let's let's like turn that blue book away and and trash it. <laughs> if you can keep in your heart and your memories what you've learned on these islands yeah. or even in today's talking story. That's enough. Yeah. Sometimes it's just enough. Just be. And mm -hmm. we seek to understand before yes. seeking to be understood. That's how humanity unites. Yeah. And that's yeah. my wish for 2022. And for all of you, my wish is take away one thing from today's discussion. Mm -hmm. One thing. And if you want to share your story with someone, even a stranger, yeah. that's your choice. And if you do, do it fully and openly and with respect and with dignity and with a full open heart the way Kawilani did today. She shared so many things. And totally. for that, we're very, very grateful. I, I'm grateful that I got the chance to do that. And hopefully, I'll get to see you guys too when you come to the island. She may or may not aloha you. Just remember I will, that. I will aloha, I will aloha, <laughs> okay. 
You might not all get a lei, you yes. will get an aloha. How's you get that? an aloha. Is that totally. a good way to wrap? Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to wrap. And with that, it's a wrap. Aloha. 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 <laughs>